Well, good evening, everyone. I uh, hope everyone has had a good week. Um, so our midweek recording, uh, wanted to share um, a few things. Uh, of course, most of you saw um, the church text group. We are having dinner at church on Sunday uh, and look forward to that. Um, Sister Karen and and Sister Jean and uh, several others have uh, planned a, a nice meal for Sunday. So I uh, hope you all can be there if it's possible. Uh, if not, uh, there certainly is understanding there. I ask that uh, everyone uh, keep. Uh, Brother Lice and Sister Katrina from Anchorage in their prayers as they deal with their home and those issues. I know Brother Lice provided an update today, uh, yesterday or today, um, or Sister Katrina did rather, um, that, that uh, a lot of things going on. Elias hasn't returned to work yet because there's just things that they have to do. Um, looks like they've got they're getting housing taken care of. Um, so let's be in prayer for them, especially our brothers and sisters and uh, the churches, wherever they are. Remember them uh, and remember one another. Uh, continue growth of our church and here. And uh, those that are in need of spiritual and uh, physical help as well from the Lord. And just pray that the Lord will give us opportunity to, to minister to one another and to minister to the community that we um, are in. Um that we might be a light to them and show them, show them what the Lord would have us uh, have us all to do, which is to serve and honor and glorify Him. So this evening, uh, we will uh, begin there in the book of Galatians, uh, uh, where we've where we've been on our Sunday evening study. Uh, we're going to uh, look into chapter two, a few things there that uh, feel are pretty. Central thoughts, you know, kind of coincides with some of our uh, study in Acts. And so we'll look at a little bit of that information today. Uh, uh, kind of go over what what the text is here and what it's regarding. Uh, of course, we know that Brother Paul has been writing to the church uh, at Galatia. Um, of course, he started off talking about the perversion of the gospel and, and not to be aware of the, those things that um, are not what the gospel of the apostles and, and of course Paul himself taught there um, and throughout the churches we ask that uh, just looked at those verses there and we'll start in verse uh, chapter 2 uh, verse 1 and it says uh, then 14 years after I went up to Jerusalem with Bar- Barnabas and took Titus with me also I went up by revelation and communication unto them that the gospel which I had preached among the Gentiles, but privately to them, which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or have run in vain. But neither Titus was who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. And that because of the false brethren unawares brought in, who came in privily to spy out our liberty, which is in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. To whom we have given uh, gave our uh, place by subjection, not no, not for an hour that the truth of the gospel might continue with you, but of these whom seemed by somewhat whatsoever they were, it maketh no matter to me, but God accepteth no man's person. 
For they who seemed to be somewhat in conference added nothing to me, but contrawise, when they saw the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, and as the gospel of circumcision was unto Peter, for he that wrought effectually in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, that the same was mighty in me towards the Gentiles. And when James and Cephas and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that had been given unto me, that gave, gave to me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship, that we should go unto the heathen, and that they would unto the circumcision. Only they would that they should remember the poor, and the same which I had also afforded to, uh, to do. And when Peter was with them uh, come to Antioch, I was stood in fa- to face, because he was to be blamed. For before a certain came from James... He did eat with the Gentiles, and when they had come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing that they were, they were which of the circumcision. And the other Jews dissembled him likewise with him, and so much that Barnabas was also carried away with their dissimulation. But when I saw that they had walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, If thou, being a Jew, livest to the, according to the manner of the Gentiles, and not as to the, Jew, uh, the Jews, why compel us of the Gentiles to live as the Jews? We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. And not by the works of the law, but by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are also found sinners. Is therefore more uh, Christ the minister of the sin? God forbid. For I have built again the things which I had destroyed, and I make myself a transgressor. For I, though the law, am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, the life of which I now live in the flesh. I live according to faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Of course, we read the, the context of the chapter, the second chapter there in Galatians. Um, Paul talks about a dispute there regarding uh, 14 years ago. And he says he went up there, hello, went up there uh, to Jerusalem with Barnabas and Titus regarding uh, a dispute amongst the brethren. Uh, we know this to be uh, a familiar passage of scripture in Acts chapter 15, uh, where it talks about um, uh, matters of the circumcision, which of course Paul covers here in the second chapter of Galatians. Um, we see here ver- uh, chapter 15 of Acts verse 1 says, no. said, And some brethren came down to Judea and began teaching brethren, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And when Paul and Barnabas had great dissension, and when Paul and Barnabas had great dissension and debate, they with them, the brethren, determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders concerning the issue. Therefore, being sent on them way by the church, they were passing through both the Phoenicia and Samaria, 
describing in detail the conversion of Gentiles and bringing great joy to the brethren. When they arrived at Jerusalem, they received the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all that had been done. But certain ones of the sects of the Pharisees who had believed stood up saying, It is necessary to circumcise them and direct them to obey, observe the law of Moses. And the apostles and the elders came together and looked into the matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter stood and said, Brethren, you know that in early in the days made choice among you that by the mouth of the Gentiles should the word of the gospel uh, be heard and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them, giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he also did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them and cleansing their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why do you put God to test by placing upon the neck of the disciples a yoke, which neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus in the same way that they also. And all the multitude kept silent and they were listening to Barnabas and Paul as they were relating the signs and wonders of God that had done through them among the Gentiles. And afterward they spoke, James answering, Brethren, listen to me. Simeon had related to God how God first concerned himself about taking from among the Gentiles a people for his own name. And with this the words of the prophets agreed just as it is written. After these I will return and I will rebuild the tabernacle of David which has fallen and I will rebuild its ruins and I will restore it in order that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord and all the Gentiles and who are called by his name or my name says the Lord who makes these things known from old therefore it is my judgment that we do not trouble those who are turning to God from among the Gentiles but that we write them to abstain from the things which contaminated by idols and from fornication and from strength those strangled with blood from Moses from ancient generations and his every city who be preached him since he has read in the synagogues every Sabbath and it's good for the apostles and elders of the whole church to choose men among them to send to Antioch and Paul and Bar- uh, with Paul and Barnabas. Judas called Barsabbas and Silas, leading men among the brethren, and they sent this letter. The apostles and the children of the uh, who are elders, brethren who are elders, to the brethren in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia who are from the Gentiles, greetings. Since we have heard of some of our number who have not gave no instruction and have disturbed you with their words and settling your souls it seemed good to us having become of one mind to select a man to send to you our beloved Barnabas and Paul men who have risked their lives for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ therefore they have sent Judas and Silas unto themselves uh, will also report of the same by the word of mouth for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon them no greater burden than these essentials, but that you abstain from things sacrificed to idols and from blood and from the things strangled in fornication. If you keep yourselves free from such things, you will do well. Farewell. And so then we sent away, and they went down to Antioch, and having gathered the congregation together, they delivered the letter. When they read this, they rejoiced because of the encouragement. And Judas and Silas, and being prophets in themselves, encouraged and strengthened the brethren with a lengthy message. And after they had spent time there, they went away and the brethren in peace to those who had sent them. And Barnabas stayed in Antioch, teaching and preaching, and with many others also the word of the Lord. So, here we see um, this account that we talked about over in Galatians. So it seemed it was a great dispute. The, the Pharisees and those in where they were, uh, where it assembled, had been 
teaching that you needed to be circumcised in order to be saved or or delivered. um, Rather delivered there. So it caused quite a bit of problems. They had two contrary teachings going on. So they said, all right, we'll settle this. We're going to go back to Jerusalem and we're going to present this and we're going to talk about it. So they were, they were go back to Jerusalem to discuss this with the brethren. So here you see this transpire. And as a result, you see a discussion take place regarding what it is that the truth is. Apologize, Jubilee was asking for a fruit leather, so. Anyways, as we were discussing here, there arose this dispute, so they went back to Jerusalem to discuss this matter, and of course, from the council, some of the Pharisees stood up and said, yes, you have to be circumcised. And then they began, uh, well, who was it that stood up in response? It was Simeon that stood up. Excuse me, it was James that stood up and he related how Simeon had shared some of these things regarding the tabernacle being built and the people being, uh, people, the Gentiles being uh, called by the Lord's name. So he's like, these people are, are, are whom the Lord says that he's going to, what, call his, call by his name. They're part of his people. The struggle we see here is that. These two differing thoughts, part of the Old Testament was hung on to. And what was the admonition there? Yeah, you've heard there's judgment there. He says that we do not trouble those who are turning to God from among the Gentiles. But we have written to them that they abstain from these things. And he says, for Moses from ancient generations has in every city of those uh, who preach him, since he had been read in the synagogues the same uh, uh, every Sabbath. And so after these, this James delivers this, that he's saying, look, this is not the point. What we're going to see here is that we see that the church, the, the council here has made a decision regarding this very argument uh, about uh, circumcision, about some of these uh, sacrifices and things that they were talking about. And it was what? You're hindering the Gentiles. Don't hinder them from coming to, to the church. Don't disturb their, Don't disturb them with your words. Don't upset their faith. Um, especially since the Lord sent them to, to teach and to preach and to present the gospel to them in this manner. Uh, we know, of course, that Paul and Barnabas there were sent to the Gentiles. And we know that Peter was sent to the Jews and of course the discussion was there is that some of those brethren had separated themselves from associating with the Gentiles because what they they were going back to the old law to the things that 
the teachings there that have been fulfilled by Christ. So this council of Jerusalem convened, it seems here to put to, put to rest a lot of the dissension between the group and the argument regarding circumcision and what was the truth according to the gospel. And what was the answer? They sent that letter back and said, hey, this is not something you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to eat from these things sacrificed to idols and such. He says, and spirits... Spirit's been available to the, to the Gentiles also who are part of the church. So they went back on their way and they delivered this message and they went preaching and teaching and sharing the message with them and they sent a representative. So what's the admonition here? Why, why is this so important? We need, we need to be focused on preaching the truth of the, uh, of, of the gospel which Christ would uh, preached and proclaimed and not be preaching anything else other than that. Old Testament is written for our, uh, you know, for our instruction, our rebuke and reproof, our encouragement. It's examples. This is the, those are the building blocks upon which the New Testament came to occur. God saw fit to send Christ and to suffice the law because what? By faith in Christ, we have a better way. Thank goodness we don't have to observe those things because the law was much more difficult. It would seem according to the accounts we have in the scripture. But Paul wrote this to these brethren because they were struggling with things in the gospel being perverted to leading people away or uh, causing these problems, and they didn't. He didn't want to see this continue. He's like, "All right, you know, I've talked to you about these things, so let's get this straightened out." So, Paul back over in Galatians mentions that he withstood Peter to his face. There was a problem. Peter, Peter, and and even Barnabas was led away. There was some some disagreements which led them to 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 be uh, causing some division there and peter peter was rebuked for that action wow because they were of influence think about the things that we influence others in in our in our beliefs the things that we say we have to be very careful what we what we teach and what we preach it needs to be the scripture truth and it doesn't need to be what we want it to be regardless of how how flowery how good it might be i can think something all day about what the scripture says but it doesn't mean it's the truth why can't we accept it the way the lord would have us to the truth for what it is in the scripture and stop stop painting it or or, or keep keep ourselves from painting a picture that's not there And I would encourage us all to take a look at the scripture and, and discern, uh, according to the Spirit, what it is that that would cause us to distort the gospel to this, this exact scenario. Because we can only receive justification in Christ. We can't justify others in Christ. What does it say there? The Lord judges those 
So there was something to rejoice about at the end of this, that the brethren were, seems as they were reconciled, and they rejoiced. Paul said, For I build again that things which I destroyed, and I have made myself a transgressor. For though the law I am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me, and that which is which I now live in flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for it, if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So what do you say? Paul said, I used to destroy this this faith that, that, that now I that now I follow after the this this example that Christ has crucified that I might have life. What are we living our life for? Are we living a life in Christ? Or are we living a life in the world? So Paul acknowledged that this wasn't about him. It wasn't about what he believed. It was what the, what the Lord was teaching. And he wanted to ensure that the brethren maintained that line and the belief that the, that the Lord Jesus was the only established way. Circumcision of the flesh was no to no avail. We have several accounts in the scripture where that that uh, instance is clarified. So I would encourage us to think about these things and study on these things. This book of Galatians is rich with this information. So I look look forward to, to next week um, and studying this uh, further. It'll look be in Galatians chapter three. So I encourage you to take a look at, ahead and read and study for yourself. And um, as we encourage that, so. We ask that you would uh, be prayerful over this and be in much prayer regarding how it is that we interact with one another, how it is we serve one another, how it is that we um, exemplify Christ and, and as shine as a light to the community that we serve. Because we can't get any we we can't get anything out of ourselves. It's it's all comes from the Lord, and we need to use what He's given us. So, pray that this has been an encouragement to you, and hope you all have a wonderful evening. Uh, more blessed.